Welcome to the Gals Guide to the Galaxy podcast, where a group of gals gather for you one cool thing around our topic of the month. Is it ancient history? Is it breaking news? Is it safe for work? Well, that's up to each gal. All we know is that... Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. Welcome back. I am Leah, and I am joined by Bonnie, Katie, and Debbie, and we are talking about our one cool, funny gal. So, Debbie already talked about Mabel Norman, and Katie talked about Lucille Ball, and Bonnie talked about Gilda Ratner. And before we dive back in, let's get to know something random about our gal pal. So, my random question for you ladies is, what is the funniest thing you have seen a kid do? (laughs) Well, here's hoping my daughter doesn't watch the podcast or doesn't listen to the podcast because I'm telling on her. Um, When she was little, she and her friends were playing school and it came time for them to say the Pledge of Allegiance and their version of it was, we pledge allegiance in the way we stand and we stand like ladies. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) I approve that message. <laughs> Let's get it changed. <laughs> <laughs> I just pictured our president and vice president standing like ladies. So that's yes. not a good thing. Yep. Yes, please. <laughs> I mean, that's how I get through the day. <laughs> hey, Bonnie, I hear you have like three of them. Yes, yes. <laughs> I have several things. One, okay. So the same day that I met Leah and an art fair there was a little girl that was walking around and she was like hey ma guess what exactly like that too (laughs) (laughs) and she's like i pet three dogs today and i'm like that that girl is me yeah exactly (laughs) she is your doppelganger basically she is you in another time consortium that's speaking of me when i was (laughs) little yeah Apparently, one of my mom's friends got me like a novelty t-shirt from somewhere. I don't even remember which shirt it is. But, you know, like they went to the zoo and got me a t-shirt. Right. So I had to write a thank you note because that's what you teach the young kids to do. (laughs) And mom, I guess, didn't really look at it closely before she mailed it. (laughs) And her friend called her laughing because apparently I wrote, thank you for the shit. (laughs) <laughs> it was a lovely shit <laughs> it was That's, good shit that was good shit <laughs> but i do love all the little like why is the toddler having to meltdown memes like i am always yes. watching this like the, he doesn't want to go anywhere even though we've repeatedly told him we're not going anywhere <laughs> like why is the kid crying because the goat ate the goat food out of its hand <laughs> right (laughs) it sounds about right it's laughing because she dropped the receipt we got from the gas station (laughs) because i I would (laughs) she's having a meltdown because i wouldn't let her play with a bag of dog poop right like there's just so many i know yeah i know i love the the toddler meltdowns (laughs) (laughs) they're brilliant (sighs) right it's funny when you don't have them it's uh, hilarious no it's it's hilarious when you have them too and it's yeah. just yeah because yeah. <laughs> you're so just funny. like oh my life has meaning again okay yeah, yeah. 
I'm not the only mom that deals with this. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) It's like, oh, so they're all broken? Okay, got it. I've been sitting here trying to decide what to share because there's always something hilarious with my son. But being the mom of a boy, I feel like every story I have to tell has to deal with penises. Right. (laughs) I mean, I feel like, yeah. That's all there is. Of course. Now it'll be on YouTube. Like even when he was a toddler and learning to talk, he used to say discs, but it sounded like dicks. Right. <laughs> like mom, insert the disc. <laughs> insert the what? <laughs> <sighs> okay. There are two words going together here. <laughs> we like had it. a recent incident where I asked him if he washed his penis in the bath. Yeah. It's a good question, right? I would assume for having a boy. Yeah. Yeah. He told me to ask his penis. Oh. (laughs) And I said, well, it doesn't, it doesn't talk. You'll have to tell me. And he's like, no, just pretend the end is its head. It will shake yes or no. (laughs) Yes, he did. I am so glad I had girls. So glad I had girls. (laughs) So I said, Okay. Did, <laughs> okay. Did you wash your your penis, Jonah's penis? Yeah, I was like, how do you dress that? Do you call him Mr. Penis? Right, like, exactly. It, Is he a sir? Did he get knighted? It's like, no. Oh, God. Oh. I was like, okay, we need to wash. And he goes, it was just joking. Ask oh. it again. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Jonah's penis, have you been washed? <laughs> And now, yes. Jonas Penis is now a stand-up comedian, oh. and he's touring the comedy store near you. And, and now, thanks to Bonnie uh, and her little Mr. Penis thing, now I, I heard Mr. Peanut, and now I will never be able to look at him again. Whole new thing now. It's a whole new world. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh uh, I will also out my child. <laughs> uh, she knows I love to tell this story. She's okay with me telling this story because I tell it a lot. And if I already told it to you, I apologize, but it's hilarious. So we were coming home from uh, the grocery store. And so at the grocery store, they have where you go up to the deli counter or not deli counter, go up to the bakery counter and the kids can get a free cookie, right? So uh, we had forgotten to get a free cookie when we came in. And so it was this whole big brouhaha of, can I get a free cookie? Can I get a free cookie? And (laughs) so we got a free cookie on our way out. We get home and the girls, both of my girls need to help put the groceries away. That's part of, you know, the the responsibility factor. But little Samantha goes, I can't put the groceries away. I have a cookie. And she was holding it up and she had full sass, like just full on sass. In that moment, the dog jumped up, (laughs) ate the cookie out of her hands and she stood there frozen. And I went, and I'm trying not to laugh the whole time. I went, it appears you don't have a cookie now. (laughs) So I'm going to need you to put the groceries away. (laughs) And then I just bust out laughing because I just couldn't handle it. That's too funny. So my dog, my dog helped the situation and was the second parent that day. It was Trinity, wasn't it? It was Trinity. It was Trinity. <laughs> it was the black and white. It was the police dog that went, oh, you have angered mother. 
And so your cookie must be removed so you can put away groceries. That dog is Loki. <laughs> that dog is mischievous and can get out of prison. <laughs> exactly. So yes, that is my my funniest thing I have seen a kid do is I can't because I have a cookie. Oh, you don't anymore. Oops. Oh my goodness gracious. Okay. All right. So I see that on the video that Katie has frozen again. She is frozen oh, in laughter. Nice frozen face. Exactly. Oh, just, wait till oh, she sees the oh, video. Oh, oh no. Oh, oh. <laughs> She'd be like, why? Why am I frozen? <laughs> <laughs> While she's gone, can I out my daughter again? Sure. Yeah. Another funny thing she did. What? Because you didn't want like Katie to know? No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> No, because we're killing time. Tell us the funny things that Katie did while she's away. (laughs) No, um, when when Julie was probably, oh, she was in preschool because she was still in preschool because it was her preschool teacher got pregnant. So, you know, there's all the questions that come up, you know. Right. So we're in Whole Foods and she says, mom, where do babies come from? Right. So This is now the time for it. Sure. Yeah. So I do the quick, you know, it, it. grows in in mommy's tummy just like you've seen you know your, michelle your teacher and she's like but how does it get there right well i'll tell you at home she's like no i need to know now and we're now standing in the aisle in the vitamin aisle and i can't escape and i'm like i can't shut her up she just right. won't let she go has to know yeah because she's as curious as i am um pandora is my name because the whole pandora's box because i can't not See. ask the question even <laughs> when i know it's trouble and my daughter is just like it and there's a woman at the other end of the aisle just dying and she's just i've got to hear how this ends. right she's like oh she's getting popcorn <laughs> but i can't shut her up and so finally i have to explain the logistics, because I can't shut her up any other way. So I have to explain the logistics right. of how this happens. And a Whole she Foods. wants details in the vitamin aisle at Whole Foods. And, and I told her enough to at least shut her up. And then I get home and she wants to know everything else. And right. she's like, that wasn't that big a deal. Right. <laughs> like, I think why? she saw the awkwardness just... on your face and she went, this is fun. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> the glorious uh, awkwardness yeah <laughs> it's a really good oh my goodness <laughs> and i'm guessing the pizza dude has arrived yes <laughs> he was leaving and the door oh. made a noise oh the oh. to the pizza dude and then and then i have stuff. stories for you later <laughs> <laughs> stories okay Katie's back. Katie. Sorry. No, you're fine. Okay, we have to change the subject now. She's back. No, 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 no. Don't. <laughs> Katie, no. well, James Brown. No, we were not talking about you. We were talking I about the pizza you. dude. <laughs> the pizza There's dude. Pizza dude and bad stories about my daughter. Yeah. There is a really good TED talk that's similar to that. Oh. Um, a lady, uh, her kid is working on like a school project or something about the birds and the bees. Oh, that's really good. You need to watch it. There you go. Yeah, sharing is caring. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys ever hear the? Oh, sorry. It's okay. Do you guys want to hear about my funny gal though? <laughs> yes, <laughs> we're here. I mean, might as well. Might like as well before the you. internet dies again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> internet my goodness gracious okay so yeah i'm totally with katie that picking one funny gal is like really hard and so like i'm sorry i'm sorry for putting you through this um because I, I, I had like a half dozen 
different gals that I was like debating on choosing and stuff like that. And I kept going back and forth. I even like put it up on Facebook at one point where I'm just like, freaking who? <laughs> <laughs> you were throwing um, me ladies. You were like, what about this awesome? I'm like, stop. I'm no, yeah. more <laughs> options is not the problem people. <laughs> <laughs> Eliminating options. But it was uh, my daughter, Samantha, the one with the cookie, uh, who said, you should pick Mel. And I really kind of worried that not many people knew this glorious British uh, comedic sweetheart. Uh, But then uh, Samantha added the icing on the cake and she said, but you love Mel. And I really, really do. I like light Mm -hmm. up whenever Mel is on television. Like I just, I like lean in and I'm like, it's Mel. Like, I I don't know, like it's a celebrity or a family member or something like that, that I just love. Uh, Mel brings me so much joy and positivity. Um, She like cracks my ship up. So I figured uh, it's really what we need right now. We need some, you know, light and fun and positivity. So I figured uh, I would share Mel Gittrich is her name. uh, Have you guys seen the great British Bake Off? Yes. Yes. Okay. Mel and Sue is a lot how people kind of like know her name. She's on the Taskmaster. She is on Taskmaster. We're on that season right now. Yes. Yes. She's the wearing the all blue jumpsuit and she has the braid on her head. That's Mel. Keeping all the little thingies. She is. She keeps every single one. Oh my gosh. She's so adorable. Yeah. She's adorable. And I love her. Yes. Um, Yes. So Mel is on a lot of British television. Um, She does have like over 30 acting credits on IMDb. One of them, Bonnie will absolutely love this. She was the voice of a sheepdog on a television show called (laughs) Missed Sheepdog's Tales. And it's all about a sheepdog. And it's not even animated. It's like live action with narration. um, Oh, it's kind of awkward. Milo and Otis? <laughs> it's like Milo and Otis, yeah, because their lips don't move or anything like that. They just do the narration. But nice. uh, but Mel is the voice of a sheepdog, and so nice. it's adorable. Uh, where Mel does most of her work is a, as either a TV presenter or as a celebrity guest. She has like 115 credits right now as just self, basically. Wow. Um, so that's mostly where you see her from. Um, but I will back up to where her career kind of like the seed got planted for her career. Uh, it started at Trinity College, which is part of Cambridge. I just love at the University of Cambridge, right? Uh, Mel was a language major, uh, which is kind of when you watch her, you can see her. She always like um, takes a word apart and like finds a joke within it. So she has a real love of language and she also plays with it. She doesn't say like, obviously she says obvs. <laughs> she like shortens every single word and I do that all the time right Bon Bon yep. <laughs> <laughs> can't say a normal word so she shortens them and I just dig it um she got degrees in both French and Italian but just on Bake Off I have heard her use a dozen different languages so like I think she knows more or at least she can fake it you know for a sentence or something <laughs> like that so I believe it um she met Sue Sue Perkins Mel and Sue at Cambridge. Yes, I have to say it like that. <laughs> um, I know, it's just theater at Cambridge. That would be almost too much, wouldn't it? Uh, but they were both in the Footlights Comedy Club together. And in 19... 19- was that my husband? Over my shoulder? Was he holding an animal? He just popped out with Trinity and then went Right, exactly. He's like, I made a mistake. You can totally come out if you want to, honey, but we are recording. Nope, the door's closed. No. <laughs> he's like baby <laughs> lovely 
1993, at the Edinburgh uh, Festival, Mel and Sue were shortlisted for the Best Newcomer Award. So that was kind of like the start of their um, people noticing them, you know what I mean? Um, and getting some publicity. So that actually led them five years later, but they got their own show, Mel and Sue, and it was called Light Lunch. Um, so it was an afternoon chat show. And the way that it was structured was actually kind of cute. There was um, a chef would come in and would make something and then they would be all like, you know, awkward around it and stuff like that, but they would make something. And then they would have a celebrity come and the celebrity had a couple of bucks to buy something interesting as their lunch. And you know, the more weird food, the better as the conversation. So not your standard like interview, but with food. Um, when Channel 4 moved them from an afternoon show to a 6 p.m. show, they changed the name of it to Late Lunch, and it became more of like sitting on the couch, you know, tell us some jokes and stuff like that. Um, but it's very 90s. Like the band is very, it feels like Hootie and the Blowfish, everything's <laughs> super colorful. Um, the one that I was watching on my lunch break today, Sue had like a crop top and I'm like, I've never seen Sue in a crop top before. It was the nineties. We did weird shit. So, but I'll put one in the show notes, uh, where Whoopi Goldberg and Michael Bolton were the guests. Oh. Hilarity ensues. They're in love with Michael Bolton through the whole thing. And I'm like, I don't see it. I don't anyway, but again, nineties, we were dumb. So <laughs> When uh, light lunch or late lunch uh, was deemed unsatisfactory for Channel 4, that's how they cancel things, by the way, in England, unsatisfactory. Um, it wouldn't be until 2010 that Mel and Sue were actually back on TV again, and it was food related once again. <laughs> so the Great British Bake Off, or as it's known in America, the Great British Baking Show, uh, hit the world by storm. In fact, I have a coloring book. Yeah, I do. I love my little coloring book. I have not colored in all that much. I won't show you my coloring because it's really terrible. But that is the pizza. They made a pizza on there oh. at one point, which is a um, Croatian Serbian dish that actually my family makes. And then like, it's even got the little house and the tent where they do stuff. Nice. So they have a little tent that's like set up and they do baking challenges. Do you guys know why there's two different names for the show though? Why it's yeah. Bake Off or no. Baking Show? Okay. It's because Pillsbury has the trademark to the words Bake Off in this country. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because Pillsbury. Because yeah. Pillsbury would yeah. have like different uh, amateur cooking challenges right. called Bake Offs and they trademarked the word. <laughs> they couldn't just work with them and have it be sponsored by Pillsbury? Like, they could have. Or they could have just changed the name. I mean, it was cheaper yeah. and easier to just change the name. You get more control that way. Besides, so. if, if Pillsbury sponsors it, they're going to want their stuff used. Correct. Mm -hmm. And also, yeah. they got, when they had a sponsorship of Schmeg, which was a refrigerator, they got chastised by the British audience for having product placement. Um, the British don't appear to like product placement. <laughs> Deem unsatisfactory. <laughs> so sure. Uh, but that's a little bit of trivia for you of why there's two different names for it. But uh, the show started on the BBC with Mel and Sue as presenters. And the judges are Mary Berry, who is an older gal who really likes to drink. So cheers. Yeah. Uh, and Paul Hollywood, who Mel calls the self-appointed voice of bread. 
the man is obsessed <laughs> with bread. Yes. How it looks, how it feels, how it tastes, how many holes are in it, what the size of holes are. The man <laughs> obsessed with bread. Katie, yeah. you would love him and hate him at the same time. <laughs> he's a lot to take in. <laughs> but he's one of the judges. Eyes. Yes, but the, he's got piercing blue eyes and spiky hair. He's, exactly. Uh, but how the show works is there are 12 amateur bakers and they make three different dishes per episode. They do a signature challenge, they do a technical challenge, and then they do a showstopper. Um, the thing that's so lovely about this damn show, it is the most kindest, warm-hearted, sweetest <sighs> competitions you have ever yes. seen. Like, they cheer each other on. Um, when they win, they hug. When someone is eliminated, they hug. <laughs> yeah. When somebody is like finished with their bake and somebody else isn't finished, they help each other finish their bakes. Aww. Like they yeah. really actually care about each other. So you watch the show and not only do you want to bake better, but you want to be a better person just watching this damn show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's like this whole like self-esteem through cake basically <laughs> a victoria's sandwich because that's what they tend to make a lot <laughs> uh, but it actually wasn't always this way so when they were filming the very first season mel and sue actually almost quit the show uh this is what they said they said quote we resigned basically because it was not a kind show they were pointing the camera at the bakers and saying things that would make them cry like tell us about your dead gran so we had very stiff words about how we wanted to proceed. By the way, my cat is mad. I don't know. Yeah, do what is he doing back there? Ruthie's the black cat by the door. I'm pointing at her right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but not only would um, Sue and Mel say that that's not cool. We're not going to have a mean show. They would deliberately and hilariously interfere with contestants if they were having a breakdown. They <laughs> would go... If the bakers were starting to cry and freaking out, uh, they would put their coats over the contestants so that they couldn't film them crying. Or mm -hmm. Mel and Sue would start swearing uncontrollably so the footage was not deemed usable <laughs> nice. while the contestant was having a hard time. <laughs> so they protected them. They really, really did. Uh, they were also queens of induendo and puns. I loved every single one of them. Um, one line is, you can't keep a good tart waiting. Time is money. Time is money. <laughs> they were making tarts. <laughs> and then during bread week, Mel said, stop loafing around. There's only a half an hour left. <laughs> and then she winks at the camera. And it's kind of like the, I know you like that one. There's plenty more where that came from. Like, it's really... There's another one that's all about self-swassing. They keep saying swassing over and over again. I just, I don't know. They're hilarious. Okay. So it's an amazing show. It's on Netflix, uh, but there's 10 seasons, but not all of them are on Netflix. And actually there's Christmas specials that aren't necessarily on there. There's comic relief specials that aren't on there and they're all worth finding because they're all freaking hilarious and wonderful and inspiring. So now at the end of season seven, it was announced that the show was going to move from BBC to Channel 4 because money. Uh, the show stars found out via the news. They weren't oh. consulted. They weren't told. They asked, like, the news came to them and be like, so what do you feel about the move? And they're like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> So uh, later, it was announced that Mel and Sue and one of the judges, Mary Berry, decided not to come back to the show. 
And Mel and Sue issued a statement and they said, quote, the BBC nurtured the show from its infancy and helped people and help give it its distinct warm and charm. It grew from an audience of 2 million to 15 million at its peak. We made no secret our desire for the show to remain where it was. And we had the most amazing time on Bake Off. We love seeing it rise and rise like a pair of yeasted Latvian bats. <laughs> See the innuendo in there? Uh, but we're not going with the dough. See, there's the pun. Uh, we wish the very best to the, be- the, we wish the future bakers every success. So Mel and Sue continued to work together, but not like exclusively. Um, you know, they would do separate things as well. Uh, so Mel, she is a huge Eurovision song contest fan have you guys ever heard of the eurovision song oh god okay (laughs) my husband could spend hours telling you how fantastic eurovision is uh let's just say i'm not as excited about it as he is um but it's each country in the european union has a song and a singer and they compete of who which country has the best singer and song it's like four and a half hours long and it's a it's a lot and it's weird and it's weird (laughs) didn't it get like canceled because of the corona my husband's still crying i believe he's in that room crying right now still over eurovision like the dog yes exactly he has his comfort animal (laughs) (laughs) because eurovision um yeah no it's completely sad they've been looking at they've been sneaking out songs before the corona and he's like this is amazing and i'm like no Anyway, <laughs> but Mel loves it. And she is actually, uh, in 2018, she was the UK spokesperson for <laughs> Eurovision. So she's into oh. it as much as Josh is. So cool. Um, <laughs> Mel, she's also done theater. Theater. Uh, she was in The Sound of Music. She played uh, Frau Schmidt. She was in Rocky Horror Picture Show. She played the third narrator. I didn't know there was a third narrator. <laughs> Um, she played Sarah in Company, and she was Beatri- Beatrice in my favorite Shakespeare play, Much Ado About Nothing. So I was so excited she was that. Uh, she's been on the radio, both children's radio programs and as like guest host. Um, and this year, she started a podcast. Right. So Mel Gitroich is Quilting is the name of her podcast. Um, I'll put a link in the show notes. It's adorable. It's each episode she's trying to make a square. And how it kind of ties into her quilting. And she's uh, very much using it because of the um, social distancing. They're doing it over remote. Um, So it's very much therapy as well as quilting. (laughs) (laughs) And it's adorbs. Um, She also has two books out. So Bonnie, if we can get them, we totally should try to get them. They're both about her adventures in pregnancy. Um, So they're from here to maternity is one of them. And going gaga is their life after birth. <laughs> Are her two books that she has. I can't wait for more and more books. Um, she's done uh, lots more TV, but I will just mention a few of my favorites because not all of them necessarily translate here to American. <laughs> but I watch a lot of British TV. Uh, she did a guest spot on Travel Man. Travel Man is actually on Hulu. It's with Richard Aduadi. I highly recommend it. But she did an episode where um, she makes macaroons at La Cordon Bleu. Katie, you should watch it. <laughs> it's really good and it's adorable. They get a participation piece of paper. <laughs> it wasn't that you made good macaroons, is that you were there. You were there. <laughs> But uh, but Mel is very much trying to be teacher's pet, like, the entire time. <laughs> so cute. 
There's also the uh, big fat quiz of everything. That is, uh, I watch it on YouTube. It's also hilarious. The one with Mel is the best. She kind of goes on a thing about Crossrail. She loves Crossrail and I don't understand it, but she loves it. So now I love it. <laughs> she convinced me, whatever it is. Sounds brilliant. Um, and Taskmaster, which I started watching because Bonnie showed me a clip and I'm like, oh, that's Mel. <laughs> Okay. So yeah, once I saw I Mel, because of Joe Lysett. I love Joe Lysett. Oh, I guess the the artist formerly known as Joe Lysett. <laughs> I guess he changed his name like sure last month to like Hugo Boss. I think. Yes, because <sighs> uh, oh, it was to oh, piss God. off Hugo Boss too. It was, it was <laughs> a, for like a copyright thing. Yeah, he was wanting to. Yeah, it's actually pretty pretty I savvy. <laughs> Hugo Boss has a very torrid history with the Nazis. <laughs> they tended to make a certain German uniform. <laughs> yeah, I'm just picturing him in his giant fur coat. Yes. Just being like, I'm Hugo Boss. I'm I like, am not Hugo Boss. <laughs> <laughs> and then also like kissing the Taskmaster's portrait each time before yeah. he does a challenge as well. Joe Lyson is amazing. You should also check out Joe Lyson. <laughs> Oh, but Taskmaster is hilarious. It's giving celebrities a random task and not a whole bunch, like the rules are iffy. So you really can do out of the box uh, crazy things. And um, they even had one little segment where they tried to see if they could get Mel mad because she's always so positive. She's always like, this is great. Brilliant, man. I love this. Like everything is positive. So they made a challenge for her and her alone of this giant beach ball. And she had to get it out of this uh, field and, and she couldn't. And they're just like, we're going to watch her explode. <laughs> we're going to watch Mel finally be mad. She almost got there. Almost. <laughs> we just watched one where the, the challenge was to slide the farthest. Yes. She put herself in like a sleeping bag and basically had like two people just drag her just drag around her. the yeah. whole time. She's like, you guys are great. You're amazing. You're doing the best job. Like she's so nice. She's so nice. I know. I love her. <laughs> she gives me joy. Also, she has a brand new show. So the show just started uh, the end of March. So it's not in, in uh, on Sky TV in England. So I don't know when it's going to come to the States, but hopefully it'll come soon because the show is called Hitmen. It's a scripted show and it stars Mel and Sue as Hitmen. And they're really bad at it. <laughs> and they dress up in costumes and they're trying to kill people, but then they don't want to kill people. And it's like, oh my. So I'm super excited. Again, I will put the uh, the trailer for it in the show notes because it looks freaking brilliant. So I'm, I'm down for it at any point that I can watch this. And also I, I didn't have, I didn't want to spend the time. Also, there's a really amazing story about Mel's father, but it's, it's a sad one and I didn't want to like bring it down because it's funny gals. Um, I will have it in the show notes, but I will tell you that Mel's father as a boy was in a Soviet gulag. Oh, he was a, yeah, he was like imprisoned. He lived in Poland and he was imprisoned in a Soviet gulag as a young boy. It's absolutely inspiring. His, her dad wrote a memoir about surviving it and their journey out of it. And it's freaking amazing, but it's, it's a tearjerker sadness, but it's happy because he's alive. <laughs> well, sorry, actually he passed on a couple of years ago, but he lived through it. I should say to a, to a healthy, long life with a loving family. So how about that? <laughs> okay. 
So yes, exactly. So, but Mel is like, she's 100% like joy and light and fun and pun. I love her puns. Um, she also burps like a champ. If you look on YouTube, there are videos of just her burping. Yes. <laughs> like it's just randomly on a show and it's just like 20 seconds of Mel burps. And it's like, yes. <laughs> She always talks about her gas. She asked Whoopi Goldberg if her name is because she was gassy, because Mel's very gassy. By the way, yes. <laughs> Whoopi's name is because because she farted a lot. By the way, <laughs> the Whoopi cushion and the farts. I, I mean, you know, you're in comedy, so why not? Uh, but yes, she's just she's weird. She's lovely, and she knows exactly who she is. So I wanted to share somebody who's not only like deserving of like a spotlight and but whose career is like still going. So we could like, you know, we could cheerlead with her. We could be like, hey, no, 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 you got to see this crazy lady. She's amazing and she'll make you smile. <laughs> so do you think you guys are going to check out more Mel stuff now? Yes. Sweet, job is done. <laughs> That's my one cool thing. Does anybody have any questions? Can we have a viewing party once the uh, isolation <laughs> period is over? Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. Yes. yes. Or stock up on Bake Off. Because <laughs> the Bake Off, you will also start wanting to bake at the same time, which Katie, you already do. But I mean, I don't know what it would do to you. I just, I want to know, would you go plaid with your bacon? <laughs> go past wanting to bake into super wanting to bake. She's already wearing plaid. She's yeah. Of it. See, exactly. <laughs> My agenda tomorrow is to make homemade bagels. Ooh. See? Uh Jelly, I can't. I'm in social distance at her house. I know, right? Can you zoom that? <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch Katie make bread. <laughs> I love it. Yay! Cool. All right. Want me to wrap yeah. it up? Thanks for sharing. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. She's really fun and adorable. Mel wants to you to know that you're doing a great job. Thanks. <laughs> Sweet. Cool. Well, that wraps it up for Funny Gals Month. So join us next month as we start a new research theme. It's going to be women and their animals. Yay. Bonnie might have picked this one. Bonnie might be really excited about this one. <laughs> this might be the best one ever. So it's pet month next month, and it's going to be a perfect month. Oh, see what I did there? Uh, so thank you so much for listening and stay safe out there. For show notes, links, and images from this week's show, visit galsguide.org. Want exclusive stuff like deleted bits and major bloopers? Become a Galsguide patron today. Thanks for listening. <laughs>